0: You're listening to the best of A Place of Peace.
1: Hello everyone, I'm Peggy Stanton, your host on A Place of Peace, and I know you are going to enjoy this show. If you have any young people in the house, have them huddle around the radio, the computer, their smartphone, because we have a guest they will love. And they may already be acquainted with Father Mike Schmitz, who is a big presence on the internet, as well as being a Catholic speaker and author. And he is director of the youth and the young adult ministries in the Diocese of Duluth, Minnesota. He was ordained on the anniversary of D-Day, June 6, 2003. Did you think about that, Father?
0: Absolutely, I did, yeah.
1: (laughs) That's pretty profound. Uh, He's also author of a book called Made for Love, Same-Sex Attraction and the Catholic Church. Father Mike works closely with Catholic multimedia network Ascension, which just recently vastly enlarged its online presence, helping to keep the faith alive and vibrant during this enlarged virtual existence in which we are all living. His YouTube videos called Ascension Presents have taken on a wide range of topics that are so timely and yet timeless. Let me just name just a few. He talked recently in a homily, very recently, a faith versus great faith. And that is about the woman who persisted in asking Jesus to heal her daughter, even though Jesus seemed to rebuke her. Learning to be alone, that's something extremely timely and interesting for us during this lockdown and semi-lockdown period. And the fear of death, overcoming the fear of death and what the coronavirus, I guess it's easier to say uh, (laughs) (laughs) COVID-19, revealed the fear of death. So, and another one that that I have to, I really paid attention to, because it was a problem for me, getting to bed on time. (laughs) (laughs) So, Father, will you, before we start, will we please lead us in a little prayer?
0: Yeah, absolutely. We'll just pray in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Holy Spirit. Father in heaven, we give you praise and thanks. We thank you for... This opportunity to be united virtually through technology and through the airwaves, through this broadcast, we also give you thanks and praise for for giving us the grace to know your name, to know your heart, and to know who you truly are. Um, thank you for that, Lord, because without you revealing your heart to us, we would have no idea um, that you care for us, that you know us, that you love us. In your name, in the name of your Son, Jesus, Father, I ask that you please bless and anoint this conversation and bless all those who are listening to these words. In Jesus' name we pray, amen honest.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much, Father. That was beautiful. Since this, um, I named a few of, of your videos. And let me ask you, this is just a technical, structural question. Do you, yeah. you never use a note, at least that I've seen. Oh. <laughs> How yeah. do you, and many times, I think that's what makes it so effective. It seems as if you're just coming right out of your heart instead of uh, notes on a sheet of paper. How do you develop those videos in your homilies?
0: Yeah, no, that, thanks for asking that. So when it comes to like homilies, I will typically have notes. And the notes are... are I, I use yellow legal pads, um, mm-hmm. so I, I collect notes in all these different sorts of places. I, I'll collect lo- notes on the computer. I'll mm-hmm. collect them in this little kind of, you know, black little notebook, mm-hmm. and then when it comes to really processing my thoughts, I mm-hmm. will always use yellow legal pads. I'm not sure why, but it just... It I do, me, too. I I I've Yeah. You know, like the disposable nature of the whole thing where you can like, I don't have to have great thoughts. Like sometimes i never getting like my, my first journal that was mm-hmm. like, oh, wow, this is like leather bound and great. And <laughs> then I couldn't write anything in yeah. it because I was yeah. too intimidated. Like only big thoughts can go into this.
1: Not, yeah. <laughs>
0: that I need to process. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I'll do is like you, I'll use the, the Ola Legal Pad and mm-hmm. um write and rewrite kind of like just ideas to make mm-hmm. sure that I can process them. So that's mm-hmm. one of the ways I process is through that. And then another way I process, particularly for the uh, for the videos, is conversation with people. Like a lot of times the topics come out of a conversation that I've had with someone mm-hmm. or multiple someones. Mm-hmm. And in those cases, it, it becomes really easy because it's like, oh, no, this was um, not only arising out of someone's real experience, but also mm-hmm. – it rose out of a real conversation. And so then, you know, it's so much easier to remember the the main point, or not just the main point, but, you know, because I think that one of the things we're called to do is we're called to not only speak the truth, but like speak the truth in love.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think Mm -hmm. that
0: when a person is at their computer or, if you know, they're on social media, or Mm -hmm. even if I was just sitting in my living room with the camera, it'd be one thing to speak the truth. But then when you know that, no, this came out of a conversation with a person, I know their name, I know their face, I know their heart. Mm -hmm. then it becomes a lot more important as well as a lot easier to not only speak the truth, but speak the truth in love that way. And so, yeah, I I, but I typically, (laughs) I I have notes when it comes to Sundays because...
1: Yeah, that's pretty scary to get get up there, yeah.
0: Yes, and they get kind of long up there. So the videos are nice and short.
1: Yeah, well, in other words, when you're talking on the video, you're just basically remembering a conversation you had with somebody and you're kind of as if you're talking to that particular person again?
0: I would say that probably happens 50% of the time, that it's it's, it's either something I've already shared with one person or with a group of people, and then the other half of the time, it's something I've been really thinking about lately. Um, it's mm-hmm. something that, like as an example, I'm making a video pretty soon on Magnet and, MIDI, mm-hmm. and um, I and I, I've just been just really... I want to say captivated by the virtue Mm -hmm. of Mm magnanimity, meaning I I really wanted it. (laughs) (laughs) You want it for uh, yourself,
1: right? (laughs) Exactly.
0: And so because of that, like I I really, you know, kind of, I guess for lack of a better term, ruminated on, uh, what would that look like on me? What would it look like Mm -hmm. when I see it? Like, what am I noticing in other people? And Mm -hmm. so it's just something that I've kind of tumbled around in my brain a bunch. And so then it becomes kind of, once I sit down and really, formulate like, oh here's <laughs> here's a, the best way i can think of to give someone access to my brain or give someone <laughs> access to the things that i've been that i've, yeah. been, I've been trying to understand and would you I've have notes in front
1: of you for that
0: what my guess is what I'll probably have when it comes to that is if there's a definition like that I want to use that I just can't Mm -hmm. necessarily remember maybe it's a little more complex or if there is a uh, a scripture verse or actually if there's one scripture verse super easy to remember it if there's multiple scripture verses then Mm -hmm. it's like I might have a little something Mm -hmm. down there so I can glance down and and take a look
1: yeah yeah do you use an iPhone some people just use an
0: iPhone
1: yeah
0: for the recording it's like a Canon digital camera with, Uh. uh, with a microphone pack on the side kind of I'll clip onto the, my shirt because it's just such a great I, I think the, the quality of the picture is so good and, yeah, and I excellent a of, from Ascension a bunch of years ago maybe it was five or six years ago now I don't, can't remember how long I've been doing this they approached and said you know there are so many people who they live online you know they, they yeah. just live on YouTube and yeah. uh, they go there for information, they go there for questions. And I don't know how many times, too, well, you know, I'll have a question myself. And I'll say, I'll wonder, or go search for, has anyone ever... Go to Google. To, you know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And Ascension said, why don't we just, why don't we live there? Why don't we ha- have a place for millennials, essentially, because they're realizing mm-hmm. that a lot of millennials are going to YouTube. Yeah. Um, and a free place to just give them good content. And they asked me to do that. And I said, well, I don't know about They said, no, 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 it'll be simple. We'll set a camera up in your living room or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: uh, you hit record, you hit stop, and you upload the videos to us. And then they they edit them for me. So they're like, Father, we get it. Your first job is to be a priest, not to just be on the Internet
1: mm-hmm. and not to edit
0: videos. And so that's been so helpful for me because, I mean, even uh, a couple of years ago, I had a kind of a scare when it came to my bishop and asked me to. he told me he was going to move me, my assignment just scary. It just meant like, you know, you just kind of have to, the morning period of like, oh, no, I'm going to have to say goodbye to all these students. Oh, right. And, yeah. Because I work on the university campus. Right. And what happened, though, was there was a consolation, though. And it was a natural consolation. That natural consolation was, oh, I don't have to stop making these videos. Like, can, I can still... You know, kind of speak to whoever might be looking for an answer, or what you know, the church's wisdom on X, Y, or Z. Mm-hmm. Um, it turned out I was only moved in theory for a week, and then the bishop <laughs> called me up and said, "Never mind, I'm not, I don't need to move you." So it <laughs> that's was, after
1: you yeah, finally uh, got used to the idea of moving, exactly, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly.
0: Yeah, it was a great exercise in okay, this call is coming someday. <laughs> so <laughs> to have that detachment and that yeah. your heart, my heart, being ready to be able to you know, yeah. say goodbye when the time comes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Ascension now has said they're making this big, bold move in more than 20 years as a media yeah. operation. So how is this different than all the other digital presences on uh, the Internet?
0: Or yeah, is it different? Doing, well, I think in some ways it's going to be similar, in some ways it's going to be different. Uh, some some ways that it's similar is that <laughs> it involves the Internet, <laughs> it involves <Yeah>. streaming. <laughs> And I think that one of the things that Ascension has done really, really well is its presence on YouTube. I, I think there's something really, really beautiful about, they're like, yeah, we're just going to make this content for free, and we're just going to put it out there online. Yeah. And one of the things I've encountered in meeting, you know, people who work for Ascension and work with and yeah. founded it, you know, like, yeah. Pinto and that is that they talk about, we need to be evangelizing, we need to share the gospel, mm-hmm. um, no matter what. And Ascension's a company that, like, employs people, and, it, you know, it makes money, but but their goal being we're going to make a bunch of content and make it completely free with like no agenda, <laughs> like yeah. put it on YouTube. is so cool. And to be able to be like one of the first people to do that with them mm-hmm. is such a gift. But now what they're doing is they're getting all these Bible studies and which are normally held in parishes that are on DVD or right. um, mm-hmm. on CD and they're putting them all streaming online. And one of the things that I think for myself, I mentioned, like, kind of that uh, big leap that they're doing mm-hmm. is um, it is how would I say this? It's time tested as mm-hmm. well as innovative. So mm-hmm. as, here's what I mean by that. Because this is, this is going to sound like a commercial, but I, <laughs> promise, I that, like <laughs> so you're familiar with the work of Jeff Caven's. You know, he has the Great Adventure Bible Timeline, right? And it is an overview of the Bible from looking at the narrative books in Scripture. Right, and I right. remember the very first time I ever went through the Bible the great adventure. I remember, I think I might have been in high, no no in seminary when I came across it the first time. I was like, oh, okay, that's the Bible study that exists. But I was ordained. And that's the first time I ever went through it. I was ordained and I was looking for a Bible study. And I, I had known Jeff uh, mm-hmm. a bit. i known of him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to do this myself. And I did it. And I have to say that it was going through this, the great adventure Bible timeline, i did that course formative. too it's great isn't it it's so good it, it yeah. was more formative for my understanding of the bible mm-hmm. than any single theology or scripture course i had ever taken really and i had been a theology mm-hmm. undergrad and i had been you know gone to seminary for yeah however many years you need to go and of course all those courses helped me as well right but but nothing brought it together and gave That's me a it. Lot yeah. passion for scripture
1: mm-hmm. than
0: that mm-hmm. so like one of my older sisters for her birthday, she just turned 50, when it, for her birthday, her kids got her a Great Adventure Bible. Mm-hmm. And uh, my sister said, hey, is there a Bible study so that goes along with this? I'm like, actually, <laughs> now that you ask. Yeah. So I was able to say to my sister, Amy, okay, so here's this, you don't have to go to the parish, you don't have to buy the DVDs, it's online. So now right in action, that right now, she and her husband, uh, my brother-in-law, are going through the Great Adventure, great Adventure Bible timeline in their home. And yeah, it's is just the coolest great? thing because... Up until now, it's one of those things that you would like to do, but mm-hmm. it's like, well, I have to get the DVDs. Maybe I have to go to the parish. Maybe I have to yeah. whatever. Right. And now it's on her phone. It's on her iPad. And they can sit up in bed and go through the lesson. And it's just—it's really cool. And I think that's part of the, what, they're, what they're moving forward with.
1: How do the they do that? They studio. go to Ascension Media? It's yes,
0: ascensionpress.com. Ascensionpress.com okay. is, is uh, right that that website. And okay. all of the uh, – it just says – that our options give you, give you options. And they have so many online studies that uh, I, one I'm really, two I'm really excited about actually. There is a friend of mine, actually, I know his wife, Sarah Swafford. Mm-hmm. His name is Dr. Andrew Swafford. And so Dr. Swafford and Mrs. Swafford, Sarah, and I have hung out virtually, like we've hung out during this quarantine time. We've gotten mm-hmm. together over Zoom and like just kind of mm-hmm. chit-chatted because yeah. they were like, hey, Father mm-hmm. Mike, we want to spend our date night with you. So we uh, <laughs> just kind of hung out and I got to meet Andy that way. Mm-hmm. But he and Jeff have a study on Romans, and they have a study on mm-hmm. Hebrews. Ah. And I was able to look over the the writing of it, mm-hmm. the, like the workbook and stuff, right. and I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to go through this myself. Because it's just, we um, those two books on their own. Romans is like, you know, St. Paul's masterpiece. And Hebrews is such an in-depth unpacking of the Old Testament mm-hmm. in the New that is just mm-hmm. close to my mind. And so when I, when I met, you know, Dr. Swafford online, I just was blown away not only by his, how engaging he was, but how intelligent he was. And like, mm-hmm. I can't wait to do your studies, dude. Cause you and Jeff combined, it would be great. Which is pretty cool. Like, I, if you have one more last thing, and I just think this, you asked the question about like, how does this change things? Mm-hmm. There are also a bunch of uh, years ago, one of the first things I ever did with Ascension was chosen, which is a confirmation prep program. <laughs> but um, I also then created essentially, I guess my own prep for baptism.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then there's mm-hmm. some other folks who have a prep for marriage. And mm-hmm. all three of those are so helpful. Like, for, as an example, again, over the course of this quarantine time, there is a husband and wife that I know from my gym and mm-hmm. they had a baby and they said, well, we would you do our baby's best? And I'm like, absolutely. But no one could meet. Right. So like, oh, what do I do with this? And so I said, well, I asked the people at Ascension because it wasn't online yet. Mm-hmm. I, I just it wasn't you know made available. I said, right. can I send them my videos? Belonging, which is the baptism program, like absolutely, yeah. Send them, send it to them. I was able to share that with them, and then able to prepare them for baptism. Yeah, from far you know, because how busy are new parents? And they just like, we don't really have time to go to, and
1: just to fully understand what what comes with baptism and the grace, the huge graces that come. Yeah, we just baptize the child and say, oh, that's done.
0: (laughs) exactly
1: father let me zero in on one of the videos that you did and it was why would God allow this evil and in there you talk about a lot of things but since we have this show called A Place of Peace I'm going to ask you to talk about how you square Jesus being the prince of peace and saying things like peace be with you how do you square that with when he says, "I came not to bring peace, but a sword," yeah. uh, mother against daughter, etc., etc. Fix that for us. <laughs> <laughs> like that. great.
0: Fix that. Uh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll try to address it. I um, so in scripture, as you probably know, there are Jesus even makes a distinction between he says There's a peace that the world gives, right, and there's a peace that the world cannot give, and the peace that the world cannot give is a sense of wholeness and completeness. It's the sense of, you might even say, uh, abiding in the presence of God. Mm -hmm. And the world can't give that kind of peace because we experience too much uh, brokenness in our own hearts and Mm -hmm. we experience too much brokenness in our relationships and whatnot. And so here is Jesus who is saying, but as uh, not only my followers, but also as my brothers and sisters, as sons and daughters of the Father. What you have is you have this awareness and the awareness is of the reality that you have a father in heaven and there is nothing that can separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus. And so there's this piece of wholeness there where mm-hmm. it's, um, make the, the shalom essentially mm-hmm. the biblical type of peace. Now contrasting that with the lack of peace mm-hmm. that we experience on a daily basis mm-hmm. is no, well, no, we also experience division and we also experience the battles of this life or, you know, as Shakespeare mm-hmm. said, the slings and arrows, that are in our in, in our world mm-hmm. and one of the ways that I can kind of describe this as my own experience has been uh, I've related to my vocation uh my call to be a priest I had been praying almost every day since I was about fifteen or sixteen God if you want me to be a priest just let me know and almost ten years of praying like that I was a missionary in Central America mm-hmm. uh, working at a Catholic mission and, and it became very very clear at one moment when I was praying and the of course after almost ten years as I was praying like here's the Lord. He's calling me to go to seminary. That's what he wants me to do. He wants me to go to seminary. And at the time, I was dating this woman I absolutely in love with. And so there was this, in this moment, there was an incredible amount of peace, like this mm-hmm. depth of like, that's what he wants. Like that, mm-hmm. that is what he's asking of me right now. And so I knew he Despite knew, the and, and fact and you were in me, love. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so. You must say you know, he picked,
1: I, a, he picked a funny time to finally answer the prayer, oh, yeah, right? I,
0: well, <laughs> I think that there's uh something about you know the timing of the Lord that He only knows.
1: But yeah. at the
0: time, you know, I if you were to see me at any given moment, I like I might be blowing my eyes out because of just being so like, ah, this is this is hurt it hurts. It's yeah. hard, it's painful. Yeah. But at the same time, if someone were to say, No, 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 don't don't think maybe you shouldn't do this. Maybe it hurts too much, maybe you shouldn't be doing this I would have to say, but you no, know, I it hurts. But in a deeper place in me, I don't know how to describe it other than this, in mm-hmm. a deeper place other than me, there was joy. In a mm-hmm. deeper place other than me, other, in deeper place in me, other than this, there was peace. And mm-hmm. I always describe it like, like if you've ever been scuba diving and, or seen people scuba dive mm-hmm. and they're, you know, sitting on the gunnel of the, the boat just being mm-hmm. bobbed up and down and all mm-hmm. over the place and just the water is rough. But if you fall over the edge, mm-hmm. you get two feet underneath the water and it's totally calm. Even Mm -hmm. though the surface is still rough, Mm -hmm. that's kind of like that world's peace versus the Mm -hmm. peace that comes from God is, Mm -hmm. I was, yeah, torn up. I was just so a wreck in some ways. Mm -hmm. Um, But deep down it was like, but no, but this is what he wants me. I know that he loves me and I'm saying yes to him right now. And not only just that head knowledge, but in a deep place, there was a deep sense of peace and joy. And um, I think that's what the Lord is promising, that yeah, in this world you'll have trouble but take heart. I've overcome the world. it's mm. part of that.
1: That's a great answer. Why do you think he waited 10 years to answer? You know,
0: that's a really good question. Uh, probably because for, he waited for me, waited for my, my sake. I remember there were so many so many times I prayed, and I was like, God, just tell me. Just, <laughs> I'm <Yeah>.
1: ready. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah.
0: and looking, looking back, I realized, I mean, and so soon, I mean, looking back almost right away, I was able to look and see, oh, my goodness, Lord, you were being merciful to me. Because if he would have told me earlier, I probably would have done it. You Mm -hmm. know, I probably still Mm -hmm. would have gone to seminary. Mm -hmm. But it would have been, like, trying to fit a round peg in a square hole. Mm -hmm. Like, I kept saying, God, I'm ready. Just tell me. I'm ready. Just Mm -hmm. tell me. Mm -hmm. And he knows better. And he knew that, like, I'm going to tell you when you're ready. And that's the thing. It's like when it comes to when I ever am counseling someone about, like, discernment or about, Mm -hmm. you know, a call like this Mm -hmm. is you have to trust that God is not going to tell you too late <laughs> like my one of my fears was that uh he would reveal my vocation to me like the the day after i got married or like, first <laughs> the day after i got ordained that i'd see the one there she is oh my god why did <laughs> like god will not reveal your vocation to you too late but he also won't reveal your vocation to you too, 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 early. too early and if he would have gone even i i think sometimes i think that if he would have done that even three or four weeks earlier i wouldn't have been ready and so mm-hmm. it was a mercy, and he was—he was—and that's the thing. It's like God knows us better than we know ourselves. Mm-hmm. And what we consider delay is, as Saint Peter says, right. What we consider delay is not delay for him, because his
1: time himself. is always so the much. perfect time. But <laughs> it yeah. takes it a yeah. long time to recognize it, doesn't it? You talked about a couple of things that I think that we should, for the audience's sake, talk about, and that is what the coronavirus revealed about. The fear of death. I thought that was a yeah. that was very revealing. I've I've said to people sometimes who seem so frightened. I said, you know, there are things that are worse than death, and they'll yeah. look at me and, and they'll say, you know, what's that? I said, the fear of death.
0: Yeah, yeah. When I hear there are things worse than death, I think hell. Yeah, of course, hell is worse than death. But as you described, yeah, the fear of death. I mean, I think about. The role of anxiety and the role of worry and the role Oof. of fear in so many people's lives right now. And I'm thinking about this because we are having our students come back next week. Our students or, are arriving on campus. Yeah, at least yeah. that's the proposal. And I have been, I've spent the last month uh, with anxiety. It's the last month with worry about how are we going to do this with all of our distancing. How are we going to do this right. with the limited right. space? And yeah, and and I look back to last March. When there wasn't time to worry, <laughs> it was just kind yeah. of like, "Oh, here is the situation," yeah. and and there was no worry, there was no fear. I didn't have any anxiety. It was just okay. This is what we have to do. Yeah. And thinking about the the amount of weight, amount of strength I give to anxiety, or I give to fear, mm-hmm. or I give to worry, when I know, like intellectually, I know that it doesn't help anything, <laughs> and mm-hmm. so it's it's been a great reminder like as you just said too that yes yeah, there's something worse than death and that's the fear of death this sense of
1: well no one gets out of fear. this life alive right
0: yeah yeah <laughs> and, and you know it's funny I was talking with my mom the other day and she was recently diagnosed with pancreatic cancer mm. and um, and and we were talking on Monday morning I was I just said mass at the house with she and my dad and <laughs> and we were talking about people who face death Without the Lord, uh, they face death because they face oh. they, they have faced life without God, right? And now they're facing death without God. Yeah. And you can face life for a while without God, I think, because you can still pretend like you're in control. You can still right. you can still act like you know, there's always consolations everywhere, right. and you can right. always comfort yourself somehow. But when you know that death, one of the things death does is it strips you of everything. And yeah. we were just talking about like we have some people in our lives who, yeah, they have lived as atheists, and they're going to die. You may be at mm-hmm. atheists and. And my mom said, she's like, you know, uh, I don't fear death. She said, I don't necessarily want to die, but I don't, I'm not afraid of it. And, and I think she said, that's an important distinction to make. Like you can, you can still be sad. She's like, I'd like to see my grandkids grow up. Mm-hmm. I'd like to, I want them to all know me and be yeah. able to know that I love them. And, yeah. But at the same time, I'm not afraid of death. And there's that reality that, you know, the letter to the Hebrews writes and says that there were those who were under slavery to the fear of death. Mm-hmm. And you're not like that anymore. You know, again, we can be sad. We can grieve and have that, like, sense of, I would like to stay alive. Yeah, right. But we're not sad. We don't grieve like the rest. We grieve like those who have hope. And we know that this isn't the end of the story.
1: Right. And when you lose somebody, you have that wonderful yeah. hope. You will see them again, yeah. that this is not the end. You'll see them again. And that's a, that, that's yeah. a wonderful consolation. Yeah. when. Uh,
0: and, and, and even that, that, that knowledge that um, even that even taking ourselves out of it too yeah. there's that sense of like their story goes on right now on our side of this it looks like the story's over they're they're dead now right but the reality oh my goodness like if the lord allowed us to see that that was the first volume <laughs> that was the first volume of the book but there are second yeah. third fourth in, infinite yeah uh, volumes yeah. to come and what a uh, what a gift.
1: It is a tremendous gift, uh, Father Mike Schmitz. You have been a great gift to the show. It's just been so, but oh, I haven't thank covered you so much
0: for this conversation. I really love it.
1: <laughs> can we have another one sometime soon? Because I, there's so many, so many things I have to ask you on some on some of your videos. And let's tell everybody where they can go again to be sure and, and take advantage of seeing these wonderful videos.
0: Sure, yeah. So uh, on YouTube, if they just went to Ascension Presents, um, or if they can just type in in the search bar, uh, Ascension Presents, even in Google or wherever they they have their platform, that's great. Uh, Ascension Press has a bunch of those online resources that we talked about earlier, too, when it comes to Bible studies, when it comes to small group resources or baptism prep, confirmation prep, marriage prep. That's ascensionpress.com. But then, uh, for those videos that uh, I make, they're on YouTube. You can even just type in Father Mike or Father Mike Schmitz. Right. And usually, some of those will pop up. They and come right and up. Right. They come right up. And then you <laughs> just, you Waste the rest of your day. It's, 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 it's I, you put me on two times speed and get to them faster. <laughs> you talk pretty fast, Father.
1: <laughs> oh man. Thank you so much, Father Mike Schmitz, being Thanks with us, been and been been uh, we look forward to having you again on a place for peace.